and welcome to the Embodied Life Coaching Podcast with me, Louise Lewis. I am a mindset and body-based life coach specialising in helping people understand and resolve the deep-seated patterns that hold them back from having a life that looks and feels extraordinary. Through a series of solo episodes and conversations with guest experts, I will explore how incorporating bodywork, whether that be somatic-based exercises, biology and cellular health, or nervous system healing, is an essential addition to your personal development work. If you are familiar with therapy, coaching, or counseling, and feel like there's been a missing piece of the puzzle, keep listening, because the bodywork and nervous system pieces may be it. I can't wait to share these life-changing materials with you. It's time to live a full life from a place where you are deeply connected to your mind, body, and soul. Get ready. Hello and welcome to another edition of the podcast. So today's episode has been um, has been requested, and I'm going to riff off off the topic. And so the question was, how do you make space for grieving where you haven't got the time, right? And when I was considering this question, I thought about it in a in a really broader context because. So often the thought process that we go through is, I've got all of this work to do, but I haven't got the time to fall apart, right? I haven't got the time to look at it. The impact of me looking at the things that are in the too difficult box for me would be so overwhelming. And this might not be a conscious thing, but like maybe it's a subconscious thing. It would be so overwhelming for me that I just can't go there and I need to push it down, right? And it's super, super common. People know that they've got healing work to do. They know they've got stuff to look at, but it feels too much. And so they don't look at it at all. And what I want to explore today is how we might start to edge towards being in a place where we can do some of this work in a really safe and gentle way okay so the title of this episode is going to be how do you eat an elephant and for anyone that doesn't know the punchline of that it's one bite at a time right and we apply the same approach when we are dealing with with our big stuff with our things that that do feel a little bit heavy and and do feel quite hard to look at and And what I want to look at also is from a nervous system perspective, what's going on when we feel unable to look at stuff? And how do we go about changing that so we're in a place where we have got the capacity to do so without without it knocking us off our feet? So the first thing I want to talk about, and if you haven't listened to, I think it's episode two, where I sort of give an overview of the states of the nervous system, go back and listen to that. But to, to kind of riff off that a little bit, when, when we're in a position of some big stuff coming up or thinking about looking at stuff, if there is a real or perceived risk 
that the impact of doing so is going to overwhelm the system to the point where we have to go down into the low parasympathetic or the dorsal vagal branch of the of the vagus nerve in, in polyvagal theory, there is a real or perceived risk of that to our systems. Our systems will not let us go there, right? It's a really amazing and effective defense mechanism. Of like, I actually haven't got the energy to look at this stuff without it without it sending me away. You know, I haven't got the capacity to stay with this, right? So it's, it's, it can be useful to understand that that's what's going on. It's not like you're broken. It's not like your willpower isn't enough. It's not like you don't want the healing enough. There's just a very natural, very healthy, very important thing going on in the body where it's like, mm -mm, no, no, I haven't. We're not going there. I can't do it. It's too much. And so what we want to do is follow a very gentle process to help the body become resourced. And this is the process that anybody helping you with your big stuff should know about and should be taking you through, right? It's very, very unlikely and very, very unusual that somebody turns up for a, a coaching session or a first therapy session in a place where they can go into their like their really difficult stuff and their traumas and work through it, right? It's just too much for the system to deal with. And so my job as a practitioner and other people's jobs as practitioners is to just recognize, well, where is this person at? And what support do they need to get to that place? And sometimes that looks like having a conversation with clients to say, like, you aren't in a place to do the big emotional processing right now. Like we've got to lay some foundations here. And I think it's so important that you know this. And obviously it's important that you choose the right practitioner because when you are in a place where the person knows what they are doing, you don't need to be worried about your system being overwhelmed, about you being re-traumatized, about it being too much for you. Because the practitioner should be able to titrate the experience. And titration is a chemistry term, and it just means basically adding in a little bit at a time. Right? So just baby, baby steps. So again, back to how do we eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Okay? So that's the first thing that I really want to say and reiterate and get across. Like, you don't need to be concerned that your system will be overwhelmed and it will be too much when you are doing this work with a practitioner which is why I would always advise you know the books and the understanding and the learning are great but also being with someone who can really see where you're at and what you need and help you titrate that experience in a really safe way is really really important so what does that actually look like how do we get our systems in a place where it's like oh do you know what I've got the resilience to deal with this like I can manage this I can look at my grief I can look at my unresolved trauma I can look at the shitty things that happened to me in childhood that feel a bit much I, I like I actually have the capacity to do this you know in a more general day-to-day -day context, context I have the capacity to 
challenge my boss when I don't agree with him. I have the capacity to say no to somebody when they ask me to do something that I feel like I should, but I don't really want to. It's all kind of a similar process of like getting our system into place where we can be our authentic selves, respond in an authentic way and deal with what comes at us. And so we start with resources, our internal resources and our external resources. And you can just think of that as like building up your your strength, your resilience. Um, and there's a real and there's a real process to that. You know, some people will show up and they're quite well resourced already, and other people won't be. And things impact our resources over time. You know, if we had a lot of childhood illnesses, or we've had mold exposure, or we have had past trauma, our resources will be affected. And so we have to start from where we are, wherever that is, and it's different for everybody, and build up those resources. And as part of that, we start to learn how to regulate our nervous systems, how to create a felt sense of safety in the body. How does this become something that we aren't at war at, but that we use as a resource? How do we become a safe place within ourselves, right? And these are the steps. And in the certification that I've done, the Embodied Healing um, System Certification, which is part of the School of Embodied Healing Systems run by Shaila Cash, and it's the it's the program that I am also a, a faculty member of and, and support now. Um, these are called the, the building blocks of trauma renegotiation, right? And we build up, we build up the resources, we build up the felt sense of safety and goodness in the body. We learn to titrate, you know, we touch in on the things that are a little bit stimulating for us, but in a gentle way. We don't stay there, we don't get lost in it. We don't push ourselves so far that we are flawed for days. We learn with the use of a practitioner how to regulate ourselves, how to co-regulate, how to find within ourselves that ability to regulate. And then when all of those steps are in place and we recognize the patterns and we understand where we are and we've got all of this, all of this capacity and strength and resilience, then our system is in a place where it's like, okay, actually now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to go in. And the fascinating thing is that once you've got all of those building blocks in place, it isn't a like, oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to push here. This is what I'm going to do. It's all a very natural process that actually our bodies will lead us through. We just need the foundations in place first, bit by bit. And so if to go back to like the, the initial question of like, you know, how do I deal with grief when I haven't got the time? you have got the time but possibly not to do it in the way that you think it needs to be done right so it would be very very small steps to begin with you know so my intro to the body class which i will link in the show notes it's 99 pounds that gives you tools to start to build those resources to find that felt sense of safety in the body and so to begin with 
it's not about let me think about the thing that I'm not grieving. It's just let me do some orienting. Let me do some containment. How do I start to build my capacity? What is it that I need in order to be able to look at this? And that might be five minutes twice a day. You know, that you do while the kettle's boiling or while the kids' food's in the oven or like, or, or whatever. Like, it doesn't need to be this, like, I'm going to put aside a whole year of my life to do this. It might take a year, but it's not 24-7 over the course of a year. And it's just these baby steps. And it's recognising where there is something in the system that it's like, it's not safe to go here. It's not safe for me to look at this. You probably do need the support of somebody else to help you create that safety, but also to know of like, right, I'm on a call with this person. And actually, if I do get a bit overwhelmed or it does get a bit much, I know that they are here and they can help me come back. They can help me regulate. They can help support me. Because going into some of those places on your own, it's just never going to happen because the body's not going to get past that. This is not OK. And so, so often people want to get themselves through like the first three or four steps before they reach out for support. But the support's required right from the start, right from the start. You know, you can start to learn to resource yourself and do other pieces, but it's very, I'm not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's very, very challenging to go through those steps on your own because there's such a good reason why you've moved away from this, why you've pushed these emotions down, why you've decided that they're too challenging. And we want to have grace and compassion for ourselves that that is our position, right? There is always a very good reason for our patterns. There's always a very good reason for our behaviours. There's always a very good reason for the stuff that we avoid. But if we want to do our healing work, if we want to get ourselves to a place where we can live our lives without some of these patterns, where we have grieved, where we have looked at the difficult stuff, and we've moved through it, but it's no longer quite so heavy, it's not having quite the impact anymore. We have to get ourselves to a place where we can do that. So I hope that that's super helpful. And just to reiterate, right, when we come to do our healing work or our grieving or looking at anything that feels difficult, you know, this even might just be learning to say no to people or going for a new job or anything else. We want to go through these steps so that we feel safe in our body to do these big things, to make these changes, to look at this stuff, because otherwise what you potentially do, and it's not to say that you won't do it, you won't achieve the stuff. But you overwhelm your system so much that you're actually in a free state, trying to push through and get by in here, but not really here, because you've tried to white knuckle it and push, 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 push. Right? And a lot of the people that I work with, they're high performing, they're perfectionists, they're, there's a lot of drive there. And this underlying stuff is not in the right place. the results are never going to feel the way you want them to. So I hope that's given you some stuff to think about, but also to really put you in a place of like, okay, maybe it is okay for me to look at some of my difficult stuff. I don't have to go straight in. You know, maybe I can do this work in a safe way. 
And this is one of the reasons why my one-to-one coaching containers and my groups now are quite long, right? We need, and it's hard to know exactly how long you need, but you generally need a period of time to resource the system, to find that felt sense of safety in the body, to start to titrate to some of the stimulus, to recognize the patterns, to learn to co-regulate with another person, to learn to self-regulate before we go into the difficult parts, right? And they are the building blocks of trauma renegotiation as taught in the School of Embodied Healing Systems, right? They are the steps. so I'm just going to finish this by just giving you a couple of things that you can look at in terms of next steps. If you want to just slowly and gently maybe dip your toe into some of this, I would really, really recommend my intro to the body class. It will give you a lot in terms of those first couple of steps. So the resources, the finding the felt sense of safety in the body. We actually also go through a little bit of like the titration. So those first three steps. And I will put that in the show notes that class is available for 99 pounds you know there's an awful lot of value in there the point of that and the price point is that i want to make it accessible okay and then if you feel like you would like to spend some time working through some of your stuff so it doesn't impact you quite so much just reach out and we can have a conversation about how i can support you one-to-one And again, I will pop a link in the show notes if you want to book a call to speak to me. But my main, main takeaway for you is you don't have to be scared of doing this work. You don't have to feel like it's going to floor you and it's going to take you over. Because when we do it in a safe and healthy and gentle and titrated way, it doesn't need to be that way. And that's not to say that you won't find it draining and that it doesn't use energy because it does, right? But there's lots of different things that we can do to support the system as we go through this work. So have an amazing week. Um, I'd love to hear your takeaways. Like, let me know what you're taking away from this. Drop me a message, send me an email, however you want to get in touch. And then if there's any topic that you would like me to cover on a future episode of the podcast, again, just let me know and I will put something together for you. All right. Take very good care.